0: Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have another phenomenal show lined up for you tonight. And like I say, it's not because of me. Oh, no, no, no. It is because of the amazing Jennifer Fraser. She is here. She is waiting. She is literally in the green room, clawing at the screen saying let me in let me in i have a lot to say i have a lot to share and she will be coming on very very soon i promise the mind body business show it is a show that i personally had developed literally with you in mind the entrepreneur the the business person who is looking for one two perhaps more successful tips and strategies just to take them to that next level because that's really all it takes is one more way that you can execute and get to that next level and then you find another and then another that's the beautiful thing about this show is my guest experts like jennifer fraser they come on this show and they will give you so many things that you can start implementing in your business right away and you can improve and then come back and watch again next week and find even more things that you can implement and execute and improve i know this for a fact because i host this show and i get to learn from these amazing individuals like Jennifer and put into action what I learned from them. And it it has really catapulted my business and my personal life both. And so this is just a gem, a godsend for you. And that's why I created this was for you. I'm not kidding. And uh, what it is really about are what I call the three pillars of success. And those are basically the namesake of this very show. It's mind, body, and business. Mind being mindset. Now, this came about as a result of interviewing only and and studying only successful entrepreneurs and business people for a period of about 10 years. And what I began discovering were these three pillars kept bubbling and rising to the surface for each of these very high achieving, successful individuals. And mind was one of them. Mind stands for mindset. And to a person, these successful individuals whom I studied. Now, we're talking about people that, include a lot of wide variety of individuals. Some are people I know personally have worked with, have been mentored by, have shared the stage with, you name it. Others would be authors of books, some that I know personally, others I've never met, some that I never could meet because they've already passed on. Uh, Just a wide variety of individuals that I've studied. And mindset to a person, each of these successful individuals had a very powerful, very positive, And most importantly, and most often forgotten, is very flexible mindset, very important. And then body. When it comes to body, these individuals literally took care of themselves, both physically and nutritionally. And then business. Business is a very multi-multi-faceted arena because these individuals had mastered the various skill sets that are necessary for them to achieve a successful business, and then to scale it, continue to grow it. And we're talking the skill sets like sales, marketing, team building, leadership, systematizing. I could go on for quite some time. There are a lot of them. Now, you might be thinking, oh, my gosh, Brian, (laughs) to master any one thing, that can actually take a very long time. And to that, I would say you are absolutely correct. The good news is you do not personally have to master every skill set. Ooh, interesting no 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 all you need to do really is master just one of them and i actually mentioned it was one of those few i just mentioned if you master this one skill set what you can do with it is leverage it and then bring in other people who have or are very close to mastering those other skill sets that you have yet to or may never master there's only so much time we have on this earth i mean there's you know we don't want to learn our entire time we want to do and and be successful by taking action and that one skill set if you're if you're curious uh i'd like to see someone say i want to know raise their hand add a comment um respond to us we want engagement or i'm not going to tell you i'm so kidding i'm going to tell you so that one skill set is a skill set of drum roll leadership if you master when you've mastered the skill set of leadership you now have the ability to bring in others who have already mastered all those other skill sets and masterfully coordinate and lead them as a team in your business. You might say, Ryan, I don't have a single person on my team right now. That's okay. Master leading yourself as if you were one of your own team members. There's no excuses here. You, you just do it. <laughs> and there are many, many books written. On the topic of leadership, you're gonna find a few in a resource I'm gonna share with you in just a moment. Uh, but just start reading about leadership and then really acquire a great deep skill set of leadership. If you focus on that one skill set, I promise you, you will see your business and even, I, I dare say, your personal life will come much easier to you and you'll be much more successful at both. All right. What is that one resource? Well, that one resource is. Basically, something I put together as a result of learning that another thing that these very successful people did was they were always, to a person, voracious readers of books. Yes, easy, simple books. And with that, I would like to segue into a quick little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks.
1: Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com.
0: There you see it. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. And a very, very quick word of advice, if I may. And that is you're going to be hearing about several resources on this show. Resources. What does that mean? Website addresses, books, uh, courses, um, just quotes, things of that nature. And what I would like to implore upon you is that I know how we as humans are. We're going to be tempted to go off and click away and type in these resources and go search and investigate what those are and learn about them while this thing is going the show. And I would implore upon you to, instead of doing that, is to take out a good old-fashioned piece of paper and a pen and instead write them down. I'm going to be doing that very thing as Jennifer's talking. Personally, I do that. Uh, obviously I can't go clicking away right during the middle of a show I'm interviewing, but this is a a tactic I learned as a result of my own self speaking from stage uh, for my own mentor. I used to be his lead trainer and did half of his trainings for him. And what I learned in the very beginning was there were times when I know I'm getting to the juicy stuff, the good stuff, the the pro the very impactful stuff. And at that moment, I'd see somebody get up and leave the room. You know, they're gazing at their phone. They've got that all important text message or phone call or they're, you know, kind of squeezing their legs together because they gotta go to the restroom and they're heading out the door. Whatever the case is, I learned that here's the key. The key is that the magic is in the room. What does that mean here live? Is the magic is focus, is keep your focus on what Jennifer is saying during the show so that you can get the most out of it. I would so hate for you to go off, taking your focus off, clicking away, typing in a resource, looking it up, and Jennifer's giving you, the golden ticket to the rest of your life at that very moment. So it's really, really important that you write these things down. And then later after the show's over, then go visit all these resources, all you want and spend all the time you want on them. That's my soapbox moment. I'm getting off the soapbox right now. Here we go. Reach Your Peak Library is a website that I had developed by my team with you in mind. Again, yes, this is a compilation of books that I personally have read. And here's the thing, I didn't start reading voraciously until about the age of 47, roughly, yes, 12 years ago now. Just giving you a moment to do the math. I know you all want to know. And so um, the, the cool thing is, even at that late age of 47, it has been an absolute game changer for me personally to realize that if I read the right books, it doesn't mean you can't read fiction. It doesn't mean you can't relax, but read the right books to advance yourself in wherever you want to advance and it will happen. It is the most inexpensive way to get a great education. The key is not only to read it, but it's also to put it into action, just like everything you're going to hear from Jennifer here tonight. And so with that, you know what, enough of my blabbing. It's enough of my blabbing already. It is time. Yes, it is to bring on the one, the only Jennifer Fraser. Here we go.
1: It's time for the Guest Expert Spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept,
0: trained, big league, qualified. There she is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is the one, it is the only, Jennifer
1: Fraser. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) How are you doing tonight, Jennifer?
1: I'm great, Brian. I'm so thankful to be here. I really am excited to talk about how you can have an incredible competitive advantage when you start to pay attention to your brain.
0: So true. What a a, uh, epiphany I had about that same age of 47 when I learned the importance of mindset and had no idea that it was even a thing. I had no idea, none, zero. And it was all about neuro-linguistic programming. And there are many ways to develop a more empowered mindset. NLP is a super powerful one. And that's what I learned and became certified in. And then, my gosh, I've been, I cannot tell you, I'm a a born-again Christian. This was like, I'm a born-again human by going through NLP because now I'm loving life way more. And I'm loving uh, working with and talking to people way more because now I've learned how to do it effectively, not for the purpose of making money, but for the purpose of engaging with people and having a great time doing it.
1: Well, I mean... One of the things that the brain most craves, and this can be a real challenge for entrepreneurs, just as I was listening to your introduction, you know, one of the things that happens to us is we get isolated. You know, we are the captain of our ship. We are the leader. And we're also the secretary and the social media person. And you name it, you're wearing, you know, eight different hats a day because you're trying to make your idea and your dream come alive. And the isolation is really not great for your brain. So one of the key things I would say to entrepreneurs from the get-go is. For the sake of your brain and the success that you want to achieve, you've got to stay connected. You have to see people carve out time. It can't just be social media. You're trying to reach them to to get them behind your idea. It has to be literally going out for coffee, talking to people like yourself, interviews, engagement, um, sharing resources, uh, mentoring someone else. All of these things uh, absolutely are critically healthy for the brain.
0: I couldn't agree more and succinctly stated you hear this all the time in the business circles. It's all about creating relationships and that's it. Uh, That is the number one uh, most powerful form of marketing. I think there is on the planet. I I always um, avoided it. I pushed it back because it was only one person at a time. And I'm all about efficiency and automation. I want to email thousands of people and, and reach them all at once. But I learned over years and years and years of learning that that, just doesn't work <laughs> that effectively. That And then when I started focusing on one-on-one, it, I was like, wow, uh, okay, now I know how to do this. Because here's the thing, isn't this cool, Jennifer? Like when you're in a business and now I had that mindset of, oh my gosh, it's only one person, that's so inefficient. Here's the thing, you strike up a friendship with that person, a relationship, somewhere down the road, maybe they become a client, yours. but when that happens, I should say, and when that happens, then they became uh, a raving fan and they start shouting about you from the rooftops. So that one person literally became many and you just achieved the same goal.
1: Absolutely. Uh, No, absolutely. You know, people talk a lot about Maslow's hierarchy and, and the triangle and how you have to fulfill these needs. Like you have to have shelter and you have to have Um, food. And then um, a lot of people still believe the fallacy that you, you have to really work hard to attain success. And after you have success, then you will be happy. From a brain point of view, all of that is incorrect. It's all false. It's debunked by science. What the brain needs, number one priority for health and development and success is connection. Once you establish, no matter how you do it in whatever form works for you, you establish connection, you build these relationships and then and you uh, prioritize your happiness. You do things that make you happy. And a lot of entrepreneurs know this. They get setbacks, of course, but they're usually out on this risky course because they are they're just they're going to fight for what makes them happy. If you stick your stick to your guns, you stick to your course success will follow that's what the research shows
0: mm, mm, mm. oh man i knew this was gonna be a great show already after i mean we could call it right now and it's a we've got enough value uh, <laughs> but we're not going to because we got a long way to go at least what two and a half more hours i think. no, i'm kidding uh, <laughs> almost an hour so oh we got some people chiming in candace Moore says servant leadership is most desirable oh so agree gene ng web3 hi jennifer Bryant. brian how are you doing gene and we have Wendy O'Hanlon. Relationships are vital, care, connect, communicate, and at stress trainers where she can be found. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you all. Oh, we have another one. And it's a LinkedIn user. Oh, I don't know why these come in this way, uh, but LinkedIn user, whoever we just put this up, it says from infancy, if a newborn does not have a connection, human touch, they they will fail to thrive. I And I think there's a lot of, um data about that that can really um support that as well so whoever put that up there go ahead and put in your name so we can give you credit i like to give shout outs to people who are engaging if you want if you don't mind a linkedin user <laughs> that came from linkedin uh that would be great uh, but before we go any farther i want to actually introduce jennifer fraser because she so richly deserves it as you can see on the screen she has a phd she, uh, Jennifer has a PhD in comparative literature. She was trained to take different discourses out of their silos and put them into an arena to see if the conversation changed. When she put bullying into the arena with neuroscience, ooh, I like this, she was shocked at how the conversation radically changed. As an award-winning educator, entrepreneur, and consultant, Jennifer works to support brain-healthy work cultures, and we're going to go deeper into that. So with that, formally and officially now, welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thank Uh, you, Brian. uh, And we have have the answer to our mystery guest. It is Kelly Christie. Thanks so much, Kelly, for coming on and engaging. We love that. Yes, and oh, we have have a fan. David Underwood says, Mm -hmm. Jennifer's great. She knows what she is talking about with Mm -hmm. a fist pump. I love it. Thank you, David for chiming in. Awesome. Great, great. I love all this interaction. This is fantastic. And so one one of the things I love to open with Jennifer is basically the first pillar of those three pillars and it has to do with mind. What I've, I've always been deeply curious for successful individuals such as yourself, when you get up in the morning, you're an entrepreneur, first and foremost, we already know that it's not an easy road every single day. In fact, every single day is anything but because there's so many things that's entrepreneurs. We are here to solve problems and we get a lot of them, but that's how we earn our living is by solving a lot of problems. So getting up every morning, knowing that all of these problems could be, could be few. One day it could be a lot. The next day it could be zero. If we're lucky one day in the beginning, then they come. But knowing that you've been through this now long enough, you get up in the morning, you know, that's all facing you. What is going on in your beautiful brain as you're waking up and coming to that keeps you motivated, keeps you driven, keeps you persistent in doing what you do day in and day out?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I think in my heart, I am a teacher. So a teacher's drive is to once you know something and especially when you know something that actually is it's got the ability to save someone's life. It can save someone's happiness. It can save their success. Uh, It's ignored for the most part in our society. You feel an intense compulsion to get the information out there in whatever way, shape or form. So whether you are... You know, I write for Psychology Today, a series on the bullied brain. I do multiple interviews. I speak with media. I consult with the federal government when they need a subject matter expert. They have me come out to the capital in Canada. I do all of that because I really badly want to get this information into everybody's hands. Because it can, it can, I have people write me and say, Your book saved my life. Mm. And it's because most of us don't know. We don't know. We weren't raised to understand. We didn't learn. There's not a lot. There's no book out there, actually, that talks about the fact that many of us have been trained in the the framework to believe that bullying and abuse, it's a necessary evil for greatness. And if we just subject ourselves and we let ourselves be beaten up in this way mentally, like talk mindset or physically or sexually even, we know we have a massive problem with all of this power dynamic in the workplace if we just submit, then we will be able to achieve greatness. It's a lie. It's a myth. And how can we debunk that myth? Science. The research in the brain science is nothing short of stunning.
0: That's uh, oh my god, so much, so much great stuff to unpack there. And you know, as you're saying all that, I was, I was just saddened to, to realize that people actually go about their life thinking these things. Um, I probably went through those periods. It's been so long, I can't remember them. Uh, and going through and learning how to rewrite that ship uh, would be, what would that be worth to somebody? You've, you've worked with so many people. Uh, and, and you've, I mean, you've just said, I mean, I cannot imagine how unbelievably wonderful and fulfilling that would feel to have someone say, your book saved my life. Come on. I mean, is there any bigger better reason to do what you do, Jennifer, than to save someone's life. Does that, like, in, that's got to inspire you to never give, give up and to never quit. But do you also put a priority on taking care of yourself so that you can then take care of others? Uh, that's something that entrepreneurs often kind of leave in the dust sometimes. And maybe it happens on occasion. It, it does for me. I'll forget. And I'll go, oh, crap, I feel like I feel horrible. I need to get back in the gym. Uh, But do you do you do something to prioritize yourself, maybe for physical exercise, for for maybe meditation or or other mindset uh, techniques? Is there something in your protocol for doing that?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So when I started to look at the research, first I was looking at the research on what does bullying and abuse do to the brain? And what I found was it does a lot of damage to the brain. It's physical. It can be seen on a brain scan. Wow. They
0: can
1: look at it. All forms of bullying and abuse, like put downs, emotional abuse. It doesn't have to touch the body. They can see on brain scans the neurological scars from bullying and abuse, yelling in the face, berating, humiliation, shame. It's incredible. And most of us don't know at all that we even have an injury. And we blame ourselves. We're like, oh, we're not doing, we're not working hard enough. We're not smart enough. We're not trying hard. Oh, it's our fault. No, you actually have a brain injury and you don't, your society doesn't check it and it doesn't look at it. And so you don't know. Now to answer the question about, do I carve out time for, for health? Absolutely. Because what I learned is I was like, okay, the neuroscientists know all this stuff about brain scars. I bet they know a ton about how to repair and recover. And they do. So the book is packed full of every single chapter is like, okay, so here's the bad news. Yeah. Bullying and abuse really hurt your brain like in a terrible way, but here's the news on how to get better because our brains are innately wired to heal. They're innately wired to repair and recover if we follow evidence-based practices. So you think to yourselves, oh, this is going to be really complicated or really expensive, or I don't have time. Yes, you do. It is so common sense. It's not even funny. One of the healthiest things you can do for your brain is go to the gym. You just need to go and get aerobic fitness, get outside in nature, challenge your brain by being out in a new environment where you're hiking or walking or running or biking. Any of these forms of exercise that get your heart rate up, unbelievably healthy for your brain. It reduces stress and it also prevents the harmful effects of toxic stress down the road. It makes your brain incredibly neuroplastic, which is our brain's capacity and ability to change. And it also, it, it releases, it's called BDNF, brain derived neurotrophic factor. BDNF is like a fertilizer for the brain. It's really good for the growth of new brain cells. It's really good for um, neuroplasticity, which is our capacity and ability to change, which of course is one of the great skill sets of the entrepreneur. So. I mean, fitness, you just need some running shoes. You just need to get out in nature. That is going to make such a huge change to your brain health. It's not even funny. And then the other ones are similar too. Um, Mindfulness. I know it's an ancient Eastern practice. You would not believe the neuroscience on mindfulness. How much, uh, you know, anything from like seven minutes to 27 minutes a day of doing the deep breathing, of doing the relaxation, of staying present, letting go of anxieties and worries about the future and regrets about the past. Forget it. You can't do anything about it. Mindfulness trains us to be healthy and safe and focused in the moment. Unbelievably good for your brain. Does it cost anything? No.
0: I love it. Yeah. I used to be a certified personal trainer. I can attest to the benefits of physical exercise and it doesn't mean As a woman, you have to become and develop into a supermodel. And as a man, it doesn't mean you have to develop into the former Mr. Universe of Arnold Schwarzenegger either. It's just about moving. It's about getting those endorphins flowing, getting the the blood pumping. Uh, One one guest I had on my show, uh, Jennifer, I'll never forget. I forgot the name of the person. I don't recall at this moment. But they did say it was a gentleman who said anytime they were about to take on an arduous task that they didn't really feel like doing instantly they would do a, a quick workout routine and they were all over it right after that and so it's a great thing to start in the day to get your day started to get up and get the blood pumping it's the last thing on earth any of us want to do as soon as they wake up that's why it's the best time to do it <laughs> and then I love we talk about mindfulness that's like that's like exercise for the brain it's like fitness for the brain I was thinking that as you're talking it's it's a whole fitness regimen seven to 27 minutes uh, I'm guessing Or I'm curious, do you have specific, uh, what are they? Like audios that you listen to? Are there, do you have guided, uh, do you have ways of guiding people through a 7 to 27 minute uh, daily mindfulness exercise? How does that work?
1: Um, Well, in the book, I really spend a lot of time talking about how I use mindfulness very specifically to communicate with my brain. So we've been brought up in a society where very visual creatures, if we can't see something, we ignore it. We can't see our brain, our society doesn't talk to us about our brain, it doesn't teach us in school or university or in the workplace. So we tend to forget it even exists. So like coming full circle to your one of your pillars being the mind. One of the things that I do is I I get people to understand that, You always want the mind in the driver's seat. You get the mind to choose where you're going, why you're going there, remaining calm, remaining focused, and you let the brain be the engine. But to have the brain be the engine, you've got to pay attention to it. You have to keep it in shape. You've got to care for it. You've got to listen to it. And so I use mindfulness in an unusual and very specific way, whereby I use it as an opportunity to visualize and observe my brain what it's feeling, what it's thinking, what it's doing, and, um, and create that kind of dialogue between mind and brain.
0: Yes. Yes. And visualization is so powerful. I mean, uh, do you take it to the extent of when you visualize something, do you put yourself in that environment and feel things like the air or notice the sun feeling on your face? Do you fully immerse yourself or you visualize visually only. What what is your form?
1: Yeah, no, I'm so glad you asked that because I actually I do a lot of my mindfulness meditative work moving. I'm not very good at sitting still. I'm a lot more comfortable and happy in movement and in nature. So I absolutely, especially if I find myself spinny or anxious, I use nature as a way to I pay attention to the air on my face. I I ground myself by feeling the earth under my feet. What are the smell in the air? Who are the people that are past me? I smile at them. And the whole time I'm doing that, I'm also doing very, very slow purposeful breathing. What lots of people don't understand or just don't know, we haven't talked about it. I was amazed when I was told this. When you're doing the slow purposeful breathing, it is communicating to your brain that there's no predator, that you are relaxed, you are healthy, and you are safe. And when your brain isn't on high alert, when it's not pumping its resources into the threat detection system, and it's not it's not analyzing 24 seven the environment as a dangerous place, because it's number one job is to keep you safe. If you tell it it can, it can go offline on the threat detection piece, it gives it the opportunity to be creative, problem solving, connecting with others, empathic, you name it, the brain can go crazy with all the other things that it does, If you're not constantly telling it that you're under threat, slow breathing, not the shallow shoulder, oh, my God, how am I going to pay that bill breathing? That breathing is the worst thing for your brain. It thinks everything's a predator. So slow, purposeful breathing, staying in the moment, is telling your brain you're safe. And that's its greatest power.
0: So true. Uh, I've had two people I've interviewed on this show uh, that are experts in breeding techniques. Uh, one, Jay Bradley, the other, Daniel Aaron, who's has uh, since become a very close friend of mine. Daniel has. And Jay is a great guy. In fact, those two just had their own show where Daniel interviewed Jay today. I was like, this is this is you can't make this up. <laughs> but the cool thing is the breeding. It was I did not know this existed until I first met Jay Bradley about it. And I went through one of his sessions and it's slow. It's deep. It's uh, and he guided you on how to do it. And when I was done, I felt I felt liberated. I felt clean, clear, relaxed. Oh, my gosh. Such a peacefulness because of everything you're saying, uh, Jennifer. Uh, You know, you're talking about there's no more predators and I was like, wow, that's a really cool way to think about it. Because, yeah, there's no danger of any kind. You're like, you've just freed the, your brain up to do what it was designed to do. And there are things like techniques of, I remember right before going up on stage, I mean, we're all human. Every single person on this planet gets a little nervous before going up on stage in front of people. No matter how many times you've done it. Johnny Carson, famous uh, comedian that was on every night in front of millions of people from The Tonight Show. He admitted he was nervous every single night right before they announced his name. But one of the keys I learned was taking a couple of deep, well, you know, methodical short or not short, but slow breaths. And it just all the nerves just flushed out. And now you can be you and be the most profound person to help to get the results for the audience that you can be. And it's just unbelievably so simple. And that's the thing. So many so few people realize this i didn't realize this until somewhat recently and it's profoundly powerful i appreciate you bringing all this up it's like so spot on that most entrepreneurs are thinking about how do i turn the crank how do i market how do i do the sale what's the right script what's the website supposed to look like well there's so much more that needs to be done prior to all that and then always in conjunction with all that
1: so i want to tack on to that brian so people really understand what the science teaches us so what the scientists understand, and again, we don't get this information, and it's so critical for your entrepreneurs. When your entrepreneurs are in that frantic, worried, anxiety, uh, predator state, what their brain is doing is it it thinks there's danger. And so it's pumping the body and the brain full of cortisol. And cortisol is a fabulous, healthy, complex Stress hormone really useful. It keeps us alive. Basically, it helps us do what we need to do It helps us go into fight when we need to fight. It helps us go into flight run away 100 miles an hour and it helps us freeze So we might fight like a, a lion or a grizzly bear We might flee super fast like a deer or we might freeze like a rabbit we are very we are human creatures that are creatures we have that same mechanism as the animals on the planet and if you think animals it helps you remember this so in the same way that these animals surviving in the wilderness have this mechanism so do we but when you are human and you look at a bill you look at a challenge you look at a social media post or the technology and you don't know how to do it you you aren't you haven't hit your targets you're just so stressed out Um, or interpersonal relationships so stressed out. When you pump cortisol up into your brain and your body, you're doing remarkable damage if it's over and over and over again. And it's invisible. You don't know that you're stressing your heart. You don't know you're ramping up your blood pressure. You don't know that you are dismantling brain architecture with the stress hormone cortisol. It becomes acidic. It hurts your immune system. It's correlated with midlife chronic disease. It's so serious and who teaches us this? I mean, I had to find it out for myself. And so I talk a lot about, okay, this is what cortisol is doing and this is how we can save ourselves and make sure that we're not letting it ramp us up. And so there's two systems, it's like a seesaw. What I just described to you is the sympathetic nervous system. You need to learn how to manage that. How do you manage that? With the mind. So that mindset, that Brian's talking about, it's your best friend. You get it to visualize and talk and exercise and so on, and it talks to the brain and says to the brain, you gotta chill out. Let's do some deep breathing and calm this stuff down. Let's do some uh, activity. We can knit, we can color, we can empty the dishwasher, but we gotta breathe deeply and calm down. When you do that, you activate what the neuroscientists call the parasympathetic nervous system, and, and they call it in short form, rest and digest so if you're not sleeping at night if you've got stomach problems you've got way too much stress going on and you have got to learn to prioritize the health and well-being of your own self so that you cannot hurt yourself with this kind of stress it's really not safe
0: that is phenomenal oh my goodness (laughs) LinkedIn uh, user said silent killer okay LinkedIn user is I forgot her name already it was up above, Kelly Christie. Thank you, Kelly. Oh, Kelly Christie goodness.
1: sounds like a, a health professional. She- Yes. Crazy. Oh, Martina. Hello, Alan <laughs> says, oh, love,
0: Dr. Fraser. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, great. There are other comments. We can't get to all of them. Thank you, my gosh. Keep them coming. And if you have a question for Jennifer, then definitely uh, put that in the comments as well. Or should I say, Dr. Fraser. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. And so, you know, you have a lot of accolades. You have a lot of, um, you've put in the time, Jennifer, and you've you've put in the, the effort. You've put in the investment of finances and your time and resources to get where you are today. And so kudos and thank you for putting that kind of effort so that you can then have this kind of impact on others who may not even know certain ways of improving their lives exist which uh, each and every time i do the show and have a guest like you i learn something new there's additional like wow i hadn't heard that one before i mean you talked about there's no more predators present when you're doing deep slow breathing like that i mean when you when you just think these subtle thoughts as you're doing it they 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 translate into supreme power for you in a positive way and so what i just wanted to say what everyone's hearing uh, Jennifer Fraser say here tonight on this show, it's truly, um, it's just powerful, and you need to really take it to heart. It is nowhere near anything like woo-woo. It is absolute science-based. I mean, look, she has a PhD at the end of her name. Come on, um, and you can tell it's not a phony one. Listening to her and interacting with her, she knows what she's talking about. She's been doing this for a while, and. That's what I've learned as a a grown adult is to start trusting people more, especially when they come on this show. The people that come on this show are bona fide, heart driven, heart centered, serving individuals. They do not come on here to say, I've got something to sell you and I'm going to do it in a way that will harm you. Not a single person that's been on this show does it that way. And Jennifer is absolutely nowhere near that. She is the opposite she loves people and wants to serve and help people. And her her concentration is on bullied teenagers, which is something I really want to dive in a little deeper, if you don't mind, Jennifer, is, you know, we've been talking a lot about mindset and your expertise in that area is already very evident. So can we now pivot a little bit and say, Jennifer, what is it you do? What is your business? Who do you serve? Like, who is your target market? And uh, if you have a success story or two you'd like to share we I know we'd all love to hear that as well would that be all right
1: absolutely yeah no i um basically i am a researcher at heart and so i was told 10 years ago i was working in a university prep school and i was told that the bullying being done to the these teenagers by their teachers you know and we're talking homophobic slurs and yelling in the face and when the kid tried to get away detaining him and um, lots of put downs and, you know, the teacher walking out basically saying your embarrassments, like just brutal, brutal stuff. And, you know, I, I just I found it hard to believe, even though the people that were telling me this were like prestigious and i would known them for you know close to 10 years and seeing them be wonderful. I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. And so as a researcher, and I'm I'm lucky, I went to University of Toronto, and it's a very rigorous program. And we were trained not to believe a word unless we could back it up with research. So I just, I I took all of the info and I went, okay, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just getting carried away here, too sensitive or something. Maybe I'm too soft. So I went and looked at the research. I was like, whoa, what did the psychologist say about this type of behavior to teenagers? Not good. What do the psychiatrists say? Whoa, not good at all. Like really serious. What do the neuroscientists, what do the brain scientists say? Unbelievably serious. This does incredible damage to the brain. And I was like, how come I don't know that as a teacher? How come I don't know that as a mother? What is going on here? And this is when I started on my path of being the entrepreneur outlier. Um, And this is why I love Dr. Michael Merzenich, who's one of the world's greatest leading internationally renowned neuroscientist today, and he's helped me so much in my work. And he's just a generous, heart-centered scientist who wants really to help kids in particular and to help the world. And he's the busiest man, he's 80 years old now, and you know, inevitably you try to reach him, it's like, no, he has to do a presentation to NATO. Oh no, he can't, he's, he's with the head of the armed forces right now, they're gonna use his program. It's like, oh brother. And he still finds time for someone like me, who's not a scientist, and I and he lets me ask him all kinds of questions about the research and generously answers and helps. So he wrote the foreword to my book and then he dialogued with me all through the book about just key ways in which, you know, as a non-scientist I might articulate it like this, he'd be like, "We don't talk like that. That's not how we see things." And so I just quoted him and I put him in my book and but what I love about Michael is he was so well, think of him, he's a young scientist in his laboratory in San Francisco. And there's Nobel Prize winning scientists that are the generation ahead of him. And his lab work is showing that they're wrong, that they've made a mistake. And what does he do? He sticks to his guns. He threatens his entire career and future. And he starts to speak up about how his results do not support what they just won the Nobel Prize for. And they won the Nobel Prize for proving that the brain stops at the age of five from changing. It's hardwired after the age of five, it does radical changing zero to five. And then after it stops, Michael Merzenick's science has proven from when he started being ridiculed as a young scientist and, ostracized, and he stuck to his guns and he kept using his science to show our brains are neuroplastic until the day we die. We can change our brains by what we practice. That is the most empowering thing for any human being to know. If you don't like what you're doing, or how you're acting, or how you treat the people you care about in your life, or how you're running your business, it can change by what you do. You can change it with environment, you can change it by deliberate practice. It's incredible. And so Michael Merzenich now who has got one of the most highly awarded neuroscientist patents, you name it, in the world. Um, he's referred to as the father of neuroplasticity. And if there's one takeaway that you take from Brian in my conversation tonight is, I hope you take away the knowledge that you can change your brain by what you practice. You can make it stronger every single day until your last moment on the planet.
0: Mm, So much there. I mean, first of all, we have to end the suspense and say, and give you the opportunity to say, well, what is the title of the book you keep referring to that you've authored? Can't Um, wait.
1: I love the title of my book because it's classic me, sort of split personality. It's the bullied brain. Like I'm the most depressing person to talk to, the bullied brain. But then the subtitle is really where the heart of the book lies and it's heal your scars and restore your health. And I think lots of us hit moments in our lives where we do feel like we have blocks and obstacles and we're disappointed in ourselves and we can't seem to overcome the stuff that's holding us back Everybody, I've certainly been there many times. We've all been there. Well, once you know what the scientists know, you can change that. You can, you can recognize you actually might have some neurological scars from abuse or bullying in your past. You don't know you've got this injury and it's holding you back. And then the beauty of it is it's up to you to repair and recover because you can do it. And as we talked about already, it's not expensive. It's just something you have to build into your day, into your daily practice.
0: And that's the beautiful thing. Most solutions don't take rocket science or a degree to actually fix whatever issues at hand. It's just knowing which ones to implement and which ones that actually work that we have the confidence in, in spending that time in doing it, knowing it's going to do it. If we have the doubts there, it's going to deplete the results and we won't stick with it. And that's the issue is like, that's why I love to bring on people like you, Jennifer, because that takes away the doubt. What you're talking about takes away, it's because of the evidence, uh, the science, the number of people have been uh, impacted by it. Uh, you had another great internal value-based story throughout that whole uh, dissertation about Michael Mersnick. And that is you brought a mentor into your life. And it's such a brilliant genius way to do it where you you sprinkled him throughout your entire book, it sounds like. and. You, you used his knowledge to help to put in the proper words so others could digest it and understand it, what you already knew to be true, and he helped you with that. And the beautiful thing you've done is you've said, you raised your hand without literally probably saying it and said, I need help. This is one thing I find, myself included, most entrepreneurs fail to do, and it's because of that ego that's going on. That keeps, the ego to me is a cancer to success, a cancer to moving forward. Every one of us has it to a degree. It's recognizing it and then reframing and changing it and saying, "I need help, and who can I get that help from?" And so kudos to you for reaching out and getting that help and I'm almost certain that just by that one act and going through that with him in the book, you probably learned a far more vast amount of knowledge around this whole subject as a direct result of doing that is, is did you find that to be true?
1: Oh well. I mean, Michael Merzenich. Every single time I talk to him, I just I just walk away kind of staggered because he's he's an absolute genius. He's a very unlikely individual, but the sweetest thing because he's a very thoughtful and unego person, very generous. Um, I sent him the book. You know, kind of nervous. I'm not a scientist. Like, what am I even doing talking to the the father of neuroplasticity? Like, really? Like, oh. Anyways, I, I sent the book off, and he wrote me back you know, a a few weeks later, and he said, the bully brain is the capital T-H-E, the most completely scientifically thorough treatment of the subject on planet Earth. And the reason that that is true, and I think it's an important piece for entrepreneurs and for business people in general, is the drive for me to understand the science when I'm not a scientist, which I can tell you was pretty painful. It was a lot of work. It took many, many years of trying to read things that just were baffling, but you know, I'm pretty driven. And what drove me was I was really worried about these teenagers that were hurt. I was worried and I didn't believe what my society was telling me. And that feeling of betrayal and that sense that there had to be a better way and that we needed to solve this problem and that everyone needs to know the science and it's not getting to us and that's just wrong. It's like knowing the cure for cancer and it's not being handed out to the people, especially our young people. That just made me driven. And you know, it was funny because I got pulled into this bullying situation at this school and um, I was asked by the headmaster to take testimonies. I took testimonies from eight kids And uh, I, they kept describing this boy that had been abused and he was a particular target of the teachers for shaming. And he was, he was berated and publicly humiliated over and over and over again. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just, I was out of my league. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just taking the testimonies, writing everything down, getting it to the headmaster like he asked me to do. And I finally clued in and you're not really supposed to talk to people, kids, when they're giving you testimony. You only ask questions for precision, you're not supposed to influence or uh, impact what they're saying. So I was accustomed to just being quiet, writing down what they were saying, which I then sent to them for approval. So I'm writing it down and I said, you know, here you are, like, you keep talking, everybody, the boys are talking about this boy, who was it? You know, to be accurate, get it down, and the kid goes, Monty. And...
0: Who? Monty?
1: Monty's my son. (laughs) So I, from that day, have not let go of how important it is to get this information out. I saw what the abuse did to him. I saw how much it limited him, how much damage it did. I, I needed to know what was happening to his brain, pure and simple. And when you have that drive, you can do anything. You can... You can be talking to Michael Mersnick and impressing him with your, your use of scientific research just because you need to. And I, I send that out to everybody as a, as just a stay with it. You know, you're passionate. You're doing this because you care. Just stay with it. It'll come together.
0: My God, I could not imagine what that moment would have been like or was like for you uh, because I have two kids of my own and, Oh, my gosh. Eight of them saying that this one kid was being bullied by not just other kids, but teachers as well who were shaming him, and it was your own son. I can't imagine that moment, what you went through emotionally and shock and, oh, my God, And, and then rewind. How come I didn't notice all this at home and all the other stuff that would go through? I'm sure feelings of guilt went through both you and your husband's mind and all the things that was like like what the heck what a and and so here is the beautiful beautiful thing uh jennifer is you took a very traumatic shocking incident and turned it around to help everyone including your son get through these moments and cure their minds from these scars these emotional traumas that they've gone through that physically show up in scans of their brains that this is real stuff and that it can be rewired thank you for bringing that up to the age of five I know for a fact having you know taught from stage neurolinguistic programming having taken people through processes that are way more than five years old uh, including yours truly and knowing from my own personal experience of going through an NLP process multiple ones and realizing the permanent change it had in me I mean I am the happiest person on the planet I used to be mr pessimist I used to be the Last person to talk in an elevator. I'm not the first, and I don't do it just to be, you know, a, a goofball. I just, just to bring up, to break the air, to have fun with people, to build rapport. It's so true that we can, you can never stop learning, and your brain is always evolving and changing and helping to cure you, which is great news for everybody. It's fantastic news.
1: Well, and you know, the thing that, that just kind of breaks my heart about all this is that's what the teachers need. Those teachers that were behaving that way, they have hurt brains, hurt brains hurt. These are not bad people. These are are people whose brains have been wired and sculpted to be incredibly aggressive. They believe they have to do it. They think this is a method for greatness or achievement. They don't know. Their brains are wired this way. And just as you're describing, you used to have a brain wired to be a pessimist. You've come full circle, By doing the brain work, you've turned your brain around. Every single one of us, including people who behave in this negative way, aggressive way or harmful way, all of us can change our brains. And where does it come from? Let's go back to fight, flight, freeze. The brain that is acting that way, a teacher to student is a brain that is full of fear. It's full of trauma. It's full of fear. It's got neurological scars. It's a medical crisis. So why do we have to keep treating it like a moral issue? These are bad people. No, they're not. They're people that have an injury, and we have the knowledge to fix it.
0: And that's just so wonderful. I mean, that's like
1: yeah.
0: like I said earlier. It's a like great news. This is a good news story, ladies and gentlemen. So um, the best thing they can do, I mean, I'm. what would you say? Would Would you... Be open to also helping adults in addition to teens.
1: Oh yeah, no, I work with I work with adults. I work with um, I work only with adults. Really, sometimes, pretty rarely, I will I will work with young people. But no, since I've been working for the last ten years as a consultant, I work in organizations. I help organizations that have psychological safety issues, bullying issues, uh, microaggressions. I do a lot of that kind of work.
0: Oh, and, fantastic! And
1: so, so awesome is. You can transform a workplace from a negative, pessimistic, harmful, bullying environment, toxic environment. You can absolutely turn it around. It does not take forever into a high performance, healthy um, environment where people are aware of one another's brains and how to take care of each other.
0: All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are so many different ways you can get in touch with Jennifer. We're not done yet. I'm not closing the show here, but I just want to point this out now. And she has a book called The Bullied Brain. Uh, by does it doesn't say Doctor Jennifer Fraser. Jennifer Fraser, what is the title, the author title there?
1: I always go Jennifer Fraser PhD because I, as my as my two sons say to me all the time, they're like, "You're not a real doctor," so <laughs> I don't want anybody to, you know, get confused. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. I don't give medical advice, but I do a <laughs> lot of research. <laughs>
0: I just play one on TV, right? That was fun. Thing. <laughs> you got to love family, don't you? I mean, come on. They're always the first to point out those things, uh, but uh, it's all in fun. I I can tell. And so that is her book, The Bullied Brain, and it's by Jennifer Fraser, PhD. And then her website is bulliedbrain.com. So that's B-U-L-L-I-E-D-B-R-A-I-N.com. That's for those of you listening on podcast right now and by the way if you're only listening that's great thank you uh but you can get a much better experience if you come join us live and to do that it's real simple you go to themindbodybusinessshow.com i know real short url huh themindbodybusinessshow.com and scroll down and click any of the buttons you see that say where and how to watch it will jump you straight to what's called an opt-in form you're going to get a free gift of $300 hotel discount uh, for hotels all over the world that I know are bo- are, are actual real and bona fide because I've used them and that's just for saying, raising your hand saying, please let me know when your next live show airs. You'll just get an email five minutes prior to us going live with the link. All oh, you have to do is click the link and you're here watching us. That's it. We don't sell you anything. We bring you to people like Jennifer. It's our gift to you. That's all you have to do is opt in and you will get the ability also to enter to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort yes we'll give that away every single show but you must be watching live to enter to win and so we're going to do that here at the end of the show uh pretty close to it and we also have a little birdie told me a nice wonderful gift from you know who jennifer fraser herself and where are we time went. oh my god we're there what happened oh my gosh I just looked a moment ago. We had like 10 minutes to go. And I'm like, no, what happened? Let's see. What do we have? Yes. Uh, someone must have read it. Mar- Martine hello, Allen. Totally worth reading. Talking about your book. Fantastic. And she also says she's the real deal. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And so, goodness sakes, we are at the end already. We're very close. So a couple of gifts. We're going to do some giveaways. And then, Jennifer, the way I like to end every show is with one final what I call a very profound question. And it's a question I was asking kind of randomly. Uh, this show has been running for nearly five years now. And I used to ask it on occasion. And I started realizing, whoa, these responses are something else. And so I began ending every show with this last question. And it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, and you're going to crush it as everyone before you has. There's no doubt in my mind. Before we do that, we have a couple of giveaways. So for those of you watching live, once again, you must be watching live. Uh, what I'm going to do is put up on the screen a URL for you to later type in and go to. So write this down. We will be monitoring entries after the show is over. Do not despair and do not go away because you don't want to miss this last question with Jennifer that's coming up in just a second here. So I'm going to bring it up on the screen. You must solemnly swear and hereby promise that you will write this down and not go there right now. Okay, we got that out of the way. Great. Here it is. You want to go to... R Y P dot I M forward slash vacation rypim dot I-M forward slash vacation enter to win after the show has concluded uh, write that down right now R Y P dot I-M forward slash vacation all lowercase enter to win right when we close the show and I cannot wait to see who wins that fabulous fabulous vacation stay compliments of reach your peak all right and then. Like I said, that little birdie told me there is another fantastic gift that, yes, Jennifer Fraser is giving. So I'm just going to put it up on the screen and let you take it away, Jennifer, to explain what this is. And then we'll be sure to call out the uh, specific way that they can enter in the coupon code that goes with it. All right. Sound good?
1: So I'm going to shift this around, Brian, as you and I talked about, because It's not going to be very helpful for your entrepreneurs to be learning about the adolescent brain. So what I'm going to do is send you after the show, a different course code and coupon, which will be a show for, it'll be quick, like a one hour crash course on how to harness neuroscience for entrepreneurial health, happiness, and high performance. And I will, I will send that off as soon as, as soon as we're done tonight and put that course together because I just think it would be so much more useful.
0: Okay. And how, how will people then, how will you know who to send it to? How do they enter to get this gift? Do they send you an email uh, with a subject line?
1: Yeah, that that is perfect. They can write me directly through my website. They can write me through the contact info at bulliedbrain.com rather than have to remember, this is my personal email, Jennifer Fraser, PhD at gmail.com. I answer both of them all the time. So don't hesitate to write me. I, and I would love to enroll you in the course and I'd love to hear your feedback and I'll try and make a better entrepreneur course after if, if I've missed key stuff, but it'll be short and sweet and packed full of science.
0: Fantastic. So two different ways. One is through her personal email address, which is, Jennifer Fraser PhD at gmail.com. So Jennifer is J E N N I F E R F R A S E R PhD at gmail.com. And then the other is to go to our website, which is bulliedbrain.com, and then go to the contact us in the main menu. Uh, contact, just contact is the word and then fill out that form mention somewhere that you heard of her from the mind body business show and that will trigger her to say oh, okay i remember that's for that gift that i promised and uh know that this is probably not going to be something she offers forever but uh do treat it with respect and with value because anything jennifer does is going to have extreme value and you want to respect her for that and and also i would say thank her for offering this Wonderful gift to you. And I thank you, Jennifer. If no one else will, I will definitely (laughs) thank you. I know plenty will. And so fantastic, those are the gifts and we have that wonderful final burning question. Oh, I love this question. So here's the cool thing about this question, Jennifer, with all this wonderful hype and buildup that's coming. And that is, there's no such thing as a wrong answer. It's impossible. It's not a test. You can't fail because it's not even a test to begin with. Uh, The cool thing is the exact opposite is actually the case, is that the only correct answer is yours. It's going to be unique to you. And I know this from doing this many times on this show, uh, asking the same question. You may know the answer instantly or it may take you several seconds. It may take you a minute or more. Even that is perfect because it's your answer. So there's absolutely no pressure. And now that I've built it up so great, you're probably going, holy moly, what the heck is this <laughs> question? You say there's no pressure, but I'm feeling it. What is going on? And so uh, that's great because I love the buildup and the anticipation. Of And well, with that, uh, Jennifer, are you ready? Of course you are. Of course you are. Here we go. Jennifer Fraser. How do you define success?
1: Oh, it's a a question where your lead up made me want to share something that lots of people don't know that's incredibly powerful. And that is that I will give you a unique answer to this simply because every single one of us on the planet, and this is part of kind of almost a divine thing, Every single one of us has a unique brain. Your brain is as unique as your fingerprints. No one else has it. So you will always answer this question uniquely. And I would define success as being able to help people move from an outdated paradigm, an outdated framework that many of us grew up with. And that is the bullying and abuse paradigm. If I can encourage people and get them empowered and get them inspired to walk with me away from that broken system and into a new world that's brain informed that I call the new neuro paradigm, which is a framework where we actually pay attention to the absolute guiding force of every single thing we feel or think or do, namely our brains, then That to me would be absolute success.
0: Mm. I'm telling you, you do not disappoint. You are an amazing woman. I appreciate you. My gosh, because that's, you just said it perfectly in the beginning that we all have unique brains because I've been doing this a long time and no two people to date. And perhaps now having heard what you just said, perhaps never will they, have two? Will we have two people that have answered it the same way, exactly the same way? And yours was true to form, unique. And here's another great, great data point for this: is that not a single entrepreneur, successful business person who's been on this show, had said that this the um, their definition of success was centered around money. Isn't that isn't that wonderful? It's amazing because the people that come on this show that are successful entrepreneurs and are doing things, they're doing it because they love to serve others. And that's where their heart is. They get more joy from helping others than they do from making the money. Let me be clear. Making money is very important. The, the interesting thing is it is not the top priority of a single person that I've interviewed on this show. It is an ingredient for sure has to be because with more income, Jennifer can impact more lives by marketing more, getting the word out, being on shows like this, writing books and getting more books sold through marketing. Just getting the word out costs money. And then her time. She is worthy of being compensated for her time, having given the fact that she has done the research. She has has proven that it works. She has developed a system that works where she can now literally save lives as she already said her book has done so so come on uh it's beautiful so i i wish upon you jennifer immense 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 wealth so that (laughs) thank you you can take that wealth because i know what you'll do with it or at least some of it go have fun with it you deserve it have fun with it and, and and you know reward yourself but i know you you're going to take a good portion of that probably the majority of it and scale your business and serve more people maybe bring others and train them as, as you have trained yourself and, and have been trained and keep scaling it and serving more people and getting the word out so that people's brains can be healed. So thank you for what you do. I appreciate you so very much. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't like this part of it. This is the worst part because it is the end. Oh, oh the end. Oh my goodness. Who, who do we have here? Dr. Ronk, come, come on. Gosh, I hope I don't mess this up. Come Kamala, on, Oh, I'm sorry. DBH MBA says, excellent. Thank you, Dr. Runka. I hope I, I'm saying any of those names correctly. I apologize if I'm not. Uh, that is it for the show. I don't want to keep everyone on too long. Out of respect for everyone, including Jennifer Fraser, PhD. She owns it. She's awesome. I appreciate you, uh, Jennifer, and everyone watching and listening here on this show, whether you're watching live watching recorded video, or you're listening to the recorded podcast. Thank you so much. I hope you took a lot of notes. And next for you to do is to take action. Get her book. It is The Bullied, where'd it go? Brain. It is The Bullied Brain. And also go to bulliedbrain.com and hit the contact form and reach out to her and ask for help. We all need it, every single one of us. There isn't a single one of us that doesn't have a, a bit of scar tissue in our noggin that needs some repair work. And Jennifer can help you do that. Anything you'd like to say in parting, uh, Jennifer, to to bring us home?
1: No, I just want to thank you so much, Brian, for having me. It was was wonderful to talk to you. And I love your energy and why you do this and how you do this. And I I felt really privileged to be in conversation with you tonight. And you obviously have a fabulous audience. And I appreciate the time they took in an evening to to listen in. So thank you so much.
0: Mm, Very well put, especially for them taking their time. And thank you for the very kind words that is it ladies and gentlemen on behalf of the amazing jennifer fraser phd i am brian kelly your host of the mind body business show we'll be back again at least next week maybe more maybe sooner we'll see but until then please do two things two things everyone number one go out and serve more people through your business through your your gifts through your your abilities and then number two, and above all else, please, please be blessed. All right, that is it for us. We will see you again next time on the Mind Body Business Show. Until then, take care, everyone. So long for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com.